the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking stock, talking investing, talking sectors, talking what to do with your portfolio and why on a regular basis. One of the big questions that we always have is, you know, obviously, what stock should we buy? And I think you should put together a team of stocks. And what I mean by that is there should be some complements, some things that are always working when others aren't, and some things that aren't working when others are. I think you should look at it as a baseball team. Can't just have a big old jumbo jock at first base, second base, third base. I say fourth base, but home. And the outfield, he strikes out too much. At some point in time, you have to kind of rein it in, so to speak, and get a a speedy shortstop, uh, a solid second baseman, uh, a well-hitting, decent defending third baseman who doesn't strike out, where the first baseman does have a little pop to his bat. You kind of have to think of that as the way you think of your investing. Uh, the big question out there is sometimes is not how to put together a team because we know you put together a team of tech stocks and financial stocks and retail stocks and uh, inside t- uh, finance, maybe you have a bank or a broker or maybe an insurance company. Inside of tech, maybe you have a software, a semiconductor, a hardware, maybe you have a web 2.0 kind of company, uh, social media. One of the areas that a lot of people have is tech, and I know because it's sexy. It's so sexy on the way up. It's got revenues. It's got uh, CEOs who are kind of smart and uh, know how to market and push their concepts that they want to push and say things like, oh, yes, everyone needs home delivery of groceries. Everyone needs home delivery of groceries because one day people won't have legs. You're like, that's right. People won't have legs. What he says is absolutely true. So, not when is the question of when to buy a stock. Sometimes it's when to sell a stock. So, there's a new idea out there. Author named Jonathan Taplin. He runs the Annenberg Innovation Lab, and his new book is called "Move Fast and Break Things: How Facebook, Google, and Amazon Cornered Culture and Undermined Democracy." Right there, you kind of like it kind of like the idea that he's going to be pushing. It's going to be aggressive. He's basically saying Alphabet, Facebook, and Amazon, stocks that are known as part of the FANG stocks, F for Facebook, A for Alphabet, A for long Amazon, FANG, Netflix, and Google are the other two. Not Netflix and Google. Um, it used to be Google. So, um, so anyway... These three companies, in his opinion, have eviscerated, have destroyed, have dominated aspects of culture. And it's kind of true. Uh, I know people who either like Facebook or who dislike Facebook. When you, we now look at finding someone and maybe seeing what they've done in the past or maybe learning what they look like, we Google them. 
and Amazon. I can't tell you how many people are just thrilled that you could have something delivered in one, two days, sometimes on Sunday delivery. They're like, who delivers on Sunday? So Taplin writes that regulators will increasingly take a hard look at the trio of companies as they continue to exert their power in society. And it's probably true. Microsoft did it in the late 90, uh, mid-90s, late-90s, as they became more and more powerful. And you know, there was something called an internet browser, where we went from software on our machines to a browser. And Netscape came out with a browser that you could download online. Uh, or I'm not sure how you could download it. Uh, you know, AOL was kind of a, a browser kind of idea, uh, but Netscape was a big idea, and you know, Internet Explorer was online, and Microsoft made Internet Explorer free and cheap and easy and dominant. So they got into trouble with regulators. So when Taplin, the author, discusses his belief that the growing anti-monopolistic and antitrust sentiment around the big internet companies. Now, again, you may not like Facebook. You may love Facebook. You may not like Instagram. You may love Instagram. You may not like Snap. You may love Snap. We tend to have a love-hate. And just because you love it doesn't mean that farmers out in Iowa don't go, I don't like that big company. They're telling me what to think. Ultimately, Taplin references surveillance capitalism, which it's kind of eerie. Not in a horrible way, but it's just, I see that as kind of weird. If I go skiing and at any point in time I, you know, type in Mount Shasta or Lake Tahoe or ski rentals, even if I do it in the search bar, if I do it in the internet bar, if I do it at Google or Bing, suddenly when I'm on Facebook, when I've done none of these, you know, entries into Facebook, suddenly I've seen ads on Facebook. They know me. They also know that I I tend to only look at you know posts from female friends of mine. Maybe I don't like my male friends. Maybe I'm you know a player. They also know how old I am. They also know that I buy stuff on Amazon. They also know like the stuff that they start to know is pretty darn crazy because they follow you and they see you when you're not online. So the big question is: we know that these are all three great companies to own. Until how long? When do they become Microsoft and underperform for five to ten years? Only to reinvent themselves. To improve the status quo and create a digital renaissance for content producers, you gotta have more of a decentralized web to unleash, you know, new generations of, of technology, new generations of business, new generation of social innovators. So when you have Google Alphabet and Amazon controlling the roads, they could say, we don't want any off-roads created. We're going to shut down access to all that. Um, so there was something long time ago that we've all probably forgot. It was called the Digital Millennium Copyright Act that protected Google and other internet giants. Is it time to strip that away? It's a big question. If it does get stripped away, what's to be done about these big companies and their increasing dominance of culture and society? If you remove the DMCA safe harbor provisions that Google, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook use their advantage, you basically get a takedown and a stay-down kind of policy from using content, uh, which is currently there for YouTube that Google would be required to enforce. Uh, it would be pretty fascinating. On occasion, when I'm on YouTube, which you can find at Rob Black Show, and I haven't really updated that in a bit because I'm waiting for something 
uh, unique to put there. And I'll, I'll develop it. You just have to be kind of cool and wait. It's at robloxshow.com. It's robloxshow.com. At said uh, site, every now and then I'll post something that maybe for my TV news to Cron 4. And YouTube will scan it and find it and go, you need to take that down because that might be a copyright. But it's pretty rare. And it takes a long time to be uh, marked and, and pulled off. So that's out there. So I'm talking stock. I'm talking investing. When did the giants become something you want to get out of? A lot of times it's when, you know, ultimately what you have is a scenario of it's time to quit. It's time to, you know, uh, when the government gets involved and says, you know, we don't like this. So just try to pay attention to that kind of stuff. And, you know, remember that Microsoft was, was Google. They were Facebook. They were a dominant company that always went up. Yahoo was a dominant company that always went up. Excited Home always went up. They had super fast internet. They had you know a portal as well. Things do change. Just try to remember it and try to find things that make them change. Maybe it's not the revenue. Maybe it's not the CEO. Maybe it's Congress. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm talking stock. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Do you ever say to yourself, if I only knew then what I know now? Would you have saved more money? Would you have loved better? Would you have known how to say the right things at the right time? I can tell you some mistakes that people make when it comes to money. And one of them is not consolidating your financial and investment accounts. What's that mean? That means when you have an account, maybe you work your first company. Heck, maybe you're scooping ice cream. Or you're working at a grocery store and they have a 401k. And then later on, your dream job comes along. And you move on. And you say, well, I only had $600 at Fidelity at my last job, so I'm just going to leave it there. Mistake. Start consolidating all your paperwork. Start consolidating all your accounts. I can give you an example. When I was 20, one of my very first accounts was with Charles Schwab. And I moved... And they kept sending statements to my old address, to my old address, to my old address. And they eventually froze the account. And I kind of forgot about it. This was kind of pre-internets, pre-pull the data together. You kind of had to keep on top of this stuff. And you had to keep better paperwork. And you had to keep a better folder and things like that. Um, so one day I was like, I remembered it because I was going through old paperwork. I was like, oh, I got $20,000 here in a retirement account. And... uh I called him up. I'm like, hey, here's my new address. And they're like, no, 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 no. You have to come down to an actual location and show us that you're a photo ID. I'm like, what? And I had moved to a different state where it wasn't convenient to walk into an office. So you can't combine all of your accounts together. For instance, if you have an IRA and a 401k, you know, those are, you know, you could do stuff with that. Um, but it's like sometimes you get a SEP IRA and I think it's it's really a good idea to, um, like, for instance, if you're in a 403B, it can't go into a 401K, and it's like, oh, so you went from a nonprofit to a profit. But consolidating your paperwork and consolidating your financials, is just, it's just a no-brainer. Um, 
you don't want to forget about money and make it a hassle on you later in life when you remember. Uh, big mistake to not properly account for the impact of taxes in your retirement years. Oftentimes I say you need $1 million to retire. And $1 million, let's say you get 4% rate of return on that. That's only $40,000 a year. But what if that $1 million actually becomes 900000 Because anything you spend, um, it's going to be subject to income taxes, state income. If it's a 401k, you've already paid, you know, uh, you're going to have to pay your federal. And that may vary depending on what state you live in in retirement. But anything that you pull out, you're also going to have to pay uh, sales tax if you're in a state with sales tax. So don't forget about your taxes because a million dollars could quickly become $600,000. And then you, and that doesn't give you that $40,000 a year anymore. Taking too much risk with your investments. Um, Oftentimes, I'm like, bonds are boring, but as interest rates tick up, bonds will become sexier to me. It's always interesting. I've noticed investors want to be aggressive when the market's going up, and they want to be conservative when it's going down. I, I'm good either way. So um, I'm not the best person in the world because I don't have a lot of emotions. My therapist is, uh, it's kind of funny because I'll see him be like really nice to someone outside. And I'm like, that's kind of sweet. Like you're laughing with someone. I'm like, I don't laugh with people. I'm just not that guy. I'm not in tune. So I hope there's some women out there going, I'm going to, I'm going to make you a better man. I'm going to be the one to get through that, that frozen heart of yours. I don't know. Um, so don't take too much risks, especially if you're not suitable for it. Um, if you find yourself saying, well, I've got $6 million and you don't need to have all that invested. And maybe you start diversifying into other ideas at that point in time. Um, another mistake I see people make all the time is not considering longevity. Keep in mind, when you're working from 20 to 60 and you've got a couple million dollars, like you're like, woohoo, I got a couple million dollars, but you're also not touching it. But when you stop working and you start touching it, you're like, whoa, it goes kind of fast. And uh, I know someone who he inherited basically two and a half million dollars five years ago and he spent it all. It goes fast. Now he does have a property to show for it, but not a two and a half million dollar piece of property. So don't forget to account for inflation in your income and expense projections. It's very difficult without the expertise of a certified financial planner or your true financial uh, planning software. You can't have a glorified Excel spreadsheet. It's not good enough. And you can't say, but I got a bitch in spreadsheet. Not good enough. Uh, it's totally tubular, totally tubular. Get, go back to the eighties, go back to the eighties brain. I found a lot of people who are close to doing it alone. Um, and some will like even go to seminars and like try to pick up the financial planner's brain and think like that's good enough. It's not good enough with only a 3% inflation rate. You lose about a third of your purchasing power in just 10 days, uh, 10 years. I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm a little on the tired side. So there's a great tape out there and you can probably find it on, on YouTube of, uh, Larry King. He used to, he was like, um, he he was kind of like a Ryan Seacrest of his day where he did a three hour CNN show. He did a three hour radio show. He did like, he was everywhere kind of thing. And, uh, a caller calls up and, uh, he goes, I was a doctor. You gotta have a good message. Like he's mumbling. And he's incoherent on the radio 
which I kind of love because it's a fantasy of mine to be that guy. I'm not that guy, but I kind of like being that guy. So you have to be kind of careful also. Uh, a big mistake I see people make is, like I said, they kind of try to patchwork uh, real financial planners' ideas into their ideas. And this stuff changes every year. Someone like CFP Chad Burton's getting continuing education on a regular basis. Michelle Lerman, who's an estate planning attorney. Laws change every year. President to president. Very, very aggressive. One president wants to get, you know, a spending bill through and he cuts the estate tax. One president wants to get a health care bill and he increases the estate planning tax. Um, so just know that that's kind of out there. So I think it's kind of important to uh, know that you, you little professional help is worth it on occasion. So 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Cities that you feel poor in, even if you make six figures, Boston, Honolulu, Kauai, um, let's see, New York, New Jersey, San Francisco, Oakland, even if you make six figures. I'm Rob Black, find me at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Toys R Us, the world's biggest toy store. Closing many, 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 many locations. Big story. As we approach February, store closing sales have started. You're seeing toys getting slashed 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% off. The company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy back in September, and the numbers have been shrinking for years. Toys R Us still sells about 20% of the toys bought in the United States, so it's not small. It's not inconsequential. What's happening is they're being Amazoned, they're being Walmarted, they're being targeted. Analysts have said, you know, the ability to compete with big box chains like Walmart and Target and e-commerce giants like Amazon, where the only thing you can do is price match or lower your prices. And you try to come up with cute little things here and there like websites and improved loyalty programs some sort of personalized modes of customer communication. It's just not enough. Toys R Us operates 881 Toys R Us stores and Babies R Us stores nationwide. And I would say that they had their day. <clears throat> Toys R Us accounts for about 11% of Mattel's annual sales per year. So this is kind of has got some ripple effects for sure. We're going to close 182 stores, 27 of them in California. 182 stores gone. So where are you going to get your toys? Well, I already said, Amazon, Target, and Walmart, right? Uh, but when you read the list, it's you're like, whoa. San Rafael, San Jose, Santa Ana, Simi Valley, Stockton, Union City, Vista, Westminster, Fairfield, Emeryville, Corona. Like You're like, whoa. A lot of jobs. A lot of people being affected by that. So that's out there for you and I to consume today on some level. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, a little, little lull in the market right now. A little lull in the market. 
So you had a, a rare down day yesterday for the broader market. The S&P 500 declined fractions, but it was what it was, a down day. Uh, the bullish bias right now in the market is a byproduct of some of the familiar drivers of 2018, which is a weakening dollar, rising oil prices, economic optimism, and strong earnings. That's the story of 2018. So far, that's the story. When will that change? Oh, good God. I don't know. Um, I try to find the answers just as much as you do sometimes, right? Caterpillar and 3M are leading the earnings report charge this morning. Um, They're huge Dow components, Caterpillar and 3M, and they handily beat expectations. They issued 2018 earnings guidance that exceeded analyst analyst expectations. And it's just strange. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just strange. Biogen... Lamb Research, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Northrop Grumman, Celgene, Las Vegas Sands, American Electric Power, all better than expected earnings. It's like, whoa, are you with me or against me on this one? Because this is a civil war, so to speak. Ford and Whirlpool have disappointed with their earnings news. Still, the corporate news vibe has been predominantly a positive one. Um, Ford found on road dead. Like, do we care about them as a car company anymore? Or do we look at our car company now as like Tesla that we look at as far as what's coming up, what's coming out, what's the hot thing? I don't think it's Ford. I, I'm not sure it's Tesla, but I, I don't think it's Ford. Home Depot, um, they're going to give $1,000 to their hourly associates. $1,000? $1,000 to their hourly associates. And again, this I don't even know if this is a story. You tell me. Home Depot has joined the growing crowd of corporations using tax benefits to invest in their workers. Um, I, I'm not offended by this story, but something doesn't sit right within me either. You tell me, wh- what am I missing here? Home Depot is going to award its hourly employees in the U.S. a one-time cash bonus as much as $1,000 because of the Donald Trump tax plan, the Donald Trump tax legislation. The bonus amounts will be determined based on a person's length of service, similar to what Walmart's doing. Um, hourly employees will get at least a $200 bonus, some a maximum of $1,000. If you've been there less than two years, you get $200. Two to four years, $250. Five to nine, $300. Ten to 14, $400 bonus. 15 to 19 years, 750 And 20 or more, you get a $1,000 bonus. I'm like, Phew. it's kind of like, do you remember getting a tax check, a stimulus payment a couple years ago, a few years back, and you're like, ooh, I got a check for 250 bucks or something like that. And like, do you remember it? So to me, just to me, it feels like I'm not going to say dust in the wind because that's an awful reference, but it, it, it doesn't feel like much. And again, Am I happy Home Depot's doing it? Sure. But I'm not really sure there's enough meat there to make a story. I'm trying to find one in it, but I don't seem to have it. Home prices are big in the news right now. U.S. home sales fell more than expected in December as the supply of homes on the market dropped to a record low, pushing up prices and sidelining some potential first-time buyers. Man. 
I saw a home report. For some reason, I'm on Zillow's email list, and they tend to send me an email on my home zip code telling me how many houses are going for how many dollars. And, you know, ultimately, your home is, is, is largely valued by comps. And comps sometimes will say, um, your neighbor's house in your city, maybe he's not even your neighbor, I mean, maybe it's the other part of the city, and uh, his house went for how many X dollars per square foot? And then your house has square footage, and you go, okay, then this is what my house should be worth, right? Because we're buying on square footage, kind of, price per. Um, I got a report yesterday that I was just like, it's almost sickening. U.S. home sales fell more than expected in December as the supply of houses on the market dropped to a record low, pushing up prices and sidelining some potential first-time home buyers. This is where it becomes very, very, very problematic, housing, is there's those that have and those that don't. And I was reading an article yesterday about a city's initiative to try to get teachers fair housing or cheap housing prices. And the fact that we're there tells you there's a problem, right? The fact that we're saying we need teachers to live in their community. We need teachers to teach our kids. We need teachers to uh, have homes. We need teachers to you know, not have to marry super well to own a home. They should be part of the economy, but they're not. We can't pay them enough. Um, there's some problems. <laughs> there's some problems here. Um, one analyst today said, we expect little growth in sales in 2018 given tight inventories. Affordability will be crimped by rising mortgage rates, posing additional headwind sales. Wow. So we are seeing the 10-year treasury move higher. We are seeing mortgage rates move higher. And we're seeing people just not putting their homes up for sale. Um, I've gone out on record telling loved ones, like, hey, if I die, turn this home into a rental. Like, you don't have to sell it. Because, like, the ability to get in, that that ship may have sailed for a lot of people. Um, I know, God, and this, this is crazy that I can even talk like this. There's so many adults over 45 years old that are renting homes. I'm almost embarrassed of it. Um, it it's... I don't have, like, the luxury of a windfall. I don't have the luxury of, like, my parents grew up here. I mean, I bought in, but the ability to buy in is, it's, it's disappearing for a lot of people. And a six-month supply in housing is viewed as a healthy balance between supply and demand. And right now, um, housing inventory is down aggressively. It's declined for 31 straight months on a year-over-year basis. It would take 3.2 months to exhaust the current inventory, down from 3.5 months in November. So the number of homes up for sale, if we were not to put any more homes up for sale, again, would run out in 3.2 months. Um, That basically means people are falling over each other to buy homes. Um, There's just not enough supply. So we're not building it faster, and... It's a problem. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. 
Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I've got a giveaway that might intrigue you. I may have one or maybe two. So you're going to want to call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your winning entry in. I just give these things away. Winners can receive a Mark Ballas Dance and Performing Arts gift certificate for a private lesson. I can't dance. And the idea of doing a private lesson to me, oh, it's, it's almost anxiety and stressful for me. But I like the idea. I wish I could dance. Jeez. Do I wish my parents could go back in time and like teach me how to dance? Because like, that's game. And I have no game. My game is try. If I can make you laugh, that's like the best game that I have. But Mark Ballas dance offers ballroom, swing, West Coast swing, kids hip hop, salsa, bachata, group classes, and Zuma fitness. No partner necessary. Mark Ballas dance is located in Pleasanton. You can learn more by going to pleasanton.markballasdance.com. Call right now to get that private lesson. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Do you want a Mark Ballas Dance and Performing Arts gift certificate for a private lesson? Fascinating, right? The idea of ballroom dancing to me is just intimidating. Like, the movie Strictly Ballroom. God, sexy, sexy. And then Swing... I wish. I'm literally the guy who will take a girl out dancing and let her dance with other guys. Because <laughs> I can't do that. What's wrong with me? Why do I need so much therapy? Why is it not working? Don't! Well, you got that going for you. Uh, call right now, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to win your dance lesson. El Frio from us at KDOW. You can find me online at robloxshow.com. It's robloxshow.com. One area that's kind of always interesting to me is home remodeling. I'm going through a process right now where I hate my closets. Do you have anything in your home that you just hate? I hate my closets. As home prices and mortgage rates rise more and more and more and more, is a lot of us are saying, let's remodel. Remodeling, spending on remodeling this year is expected to hit $340 billion, a 7.5% increase over last year. And we're looking at our homes and we're going like, what do I hate? I've got a driveway that probably needs a new driveway, some new concrete. I've got a patio or a deck that I would like to tinker with. Bathrooms are fine. Roof is fine. Um, kitchen's okay. Master suite, fine. To me, a closet's. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing in the world because you, you, when you live in a home or you own a home, you, the last thing you're thinking is, like, these closets are crap. But just one day you wake up and you're like, my closets are, are they're awful. What's the best bang for your buck? Okay, so if you put a dollar in, how much do you get out? You're not going to get a dollar out. Um, Manufactured stone veneer, 97% of your money comes back to you. 
entry door replacement if you do a steel door, 91%. So you put in 100 and you get $91 back when you go to sell your home. Um, siding replacement, 76%. Bathroom remodel, 70%. Backyard patio, 47%. Homeowners are saying like, whoa, that's not a good bang for my buck. 47% on the backyard patio. But a front door, if you put it in a steel door, 91%. Whoa, that's not bad. So do you go high-end or do you not go high-end? It's big questions. Um, I, I, I think we as a nation sometimes say, let's not go high-end. So it's not clear to me if this is a sign of nervousness, you know, that you know we're seeing more and more money put into remodeling. You know, I think there's some concerns out there, but there's always going to be a, a reason to own Home Depot or Lowe's or Williams-Sonoma or any of these other guys, particularly with new tax laws regarding deductibility of mortgage interest and state and property taxes. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of people stay in their homes and just remodel them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Grumpy Cat. Won seven or ten thousand dollars in copyright lawsuit. Whoa. Okay, let's just stop and think for a second. Are you telling me there's a grumpy cat meme that went to court and tied up the legal system for a day, for a minute, for a week, whatever? That's right. An eight-person jury in Santa Ana, California, awarded the famous scowling felines company seven or ten thousand dollars in damages. Grumpy Cat has reason to turn her permanent frown upside down. $710,000 richer. The delightfully dour meme star's owner, Tabitha Blunston, created Grumpy Cat Limited after her pet went viral in 2012. And she's got her own beverages like Grumpy Cat Grumpuccino. And it won a federal copyright lawsuit. Is there something wrong with America? Is there something wrong with America, or is it me? Should Grumpy Cat be tying up our, our judges and our jury system? I uh, can't make this stuff up. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.